Hi, my name is Tina, and I talk a lot. So I figured I may as well put these vocal cords to good use. You know what? This isn't my first podcast, but it just might be my last. See, my passions are probably not unlike yours. They're plentiful and kind of all over the place. I can hardly be defined by one area of expertise when it comes to my business. And I love things like wiener dogs, a good game night, and books. All the books. So honestly, it just made sense to brand me. This brings us to the show. Tina talks a lot. I think you may just get a kick out of it. Well, today on the podcast, I have a question for you. And of course, I kind of already gave it away in the title. But my question is, are you in love with potential? And there is some not so awesome around this of being in love with potential. Um, It actually stings, I think, a little bit even to like reflect on this question. And I actually know this because I live in this space because I see potential. Well, I see a lot of potential in myself and I see a lot of potential in other people. And I get frustrated. Like I, I literally fall in love with their potential so much so that I easily can uh, maybe come across as like pushy or um, stretch people maybe even a little bit farther than they're willing to at that moment. Now, some people have thanked me for this and others have been like, Tina, not my goal. Um, That's yours. Right. But I see in them a lot of times something that they don't, you know, maybe not see in themselves. I just did a podcast on, you know, um, leaning on others belief And I think that this is a part of that as well. Um, When people don't see the potential in themselves, sometimes they do need to borrow your belief, but other times this can be kind of daunting, right? So for myself, um, I have fallen in love kind of with my own potential. And I find that whenever that I, whenever I have set too big of goals, oftentimes they start to get really stressful. Um, I've got a big goal and I start mapping it all out and, you know, figuring out all the pieces to it. And I go into this like major strategic, you know, brain and, um, and then all of a sudden all of the things, a part of that goal start to feel like to do's. And then I actually don't end up putting in enough action to get myself there. Now I'm in love with the potential of what that can look like and what that can be and the potential of what I could have. I create too big of goals for it and they feel daunting and I don't take as much action. That's how I personally have fallen in love with my own potential and kind of self-sabotaged myself. And so you may be able to relate with that. I love to hear if you do. So I don't feel so alone here. Uh, Like I say on the podcast often, I wish that you guys were all sitting here as I'm recording. I guess that would be a webinar, not a podcast, right? Uh, But having a studio audience, audience would be quite fun. So how does this affect me when I fall in the love, fall in love with potential of other people. So like I said, I desire to see people like living in their potential. Like I see so much more for so many people. Um, but I think that's where it needs to stop. Oftentimes I find myself disappointed if they don't actually start to take the action, um, that I see that they could do to get to where, um, their potential is. 
and it gets kind of frustrating. Um, and I will start to want to bank on those people to do the things that I see in them, right? I want, I'm banking on it. So I start creating goals around it and action steps. Now, if you're on my team, you're probably thinking, yes, this is exactly you, Tina. This is exactly. Um, and it can be frustrating for some. And like I said, for others, they may be like, yes, let's go. Right. Um, and they want to step into that potential. And I think that when we realize this, like right now, if you're in network marketing and you're seeing um, people in your organization, in your team, not doing the things, not doing the actions, and you're frustrated because you know that they can do more. And not only that you know they can do more, it's that you see, again, that potential in them and that they have the talent and the resources and all the stuff, and it starts to get frustrating. You have to stop and pause and, and really uh, know that like you just got to be where you're at right then and there versus fully thinking out there in the future and falling in love with that potential so much that you start creating goals around a potential versus the actions that are actually happening. Now, I had uh, worked with a coach this last summer, and what she did was go through my entire, you know, team organization, and we just looked through every single uh, leader on my team, and we had discussions about each individual spot and what I should basically expect from each part of my organization. And I have quite a few spots on my team where I'm like, oh, I just know that this is going to happen. Now I'm like forecasting into the future. And what this coach has said to me is what makes you believe that that will happen? Can you look back in the past and see where that happened before? And when I'm real with myself, like when I'm totally real with myself, um, I can say, you're right. Right. Like it's kind of the whole, um, analogy, if it smells like a fish, it looks like a fish. It's probably not a horse. Right. Um, and so eventually maybe, uh, that person will step into that potential of what they have and what they can do. But if I sit here forever, just in love with the potential, uh, I, my dreams, like my thoughts there will get kind of crushed and it's not on anyone else. Like if, it's, it's my own, it's my own stuff. Right. So just being real, have those hard truths with yourself and know that like where you're at right now may take other people. Um, it may take you putting yourself into action more than you're wanting to put other people into action. And I think that this is where, again, you have to be real with yourself. It's difficult for me sometimes to be a realist. Uh, my husband is really good at this and this is what I like this is why I keep them around, <laughs> but, and also coaches. Um, I love to be futuristic and this will get me hung up in this falling in love with potential. I think that it is one of those things that sometimes comes off wrong. It may cause uh, people to want to like push you away and I, that's never, ever my intention or other people's intention that have the same kind of issue I'll say is that they're in love with the potential of who you are. Um, but as I said, it can be kind of daunting, right? So that person 
um, or you, you have to find it on your own. No one else is going to give you completely the desire or um, the motivation. That's something that's internal uh, with you or with them. So you can't push it on anyone. Um, you can't force them. Uh, they have to see it. And like I said, they can carry your belief for a bit if they want to. Um, but you need to help hold the outcome of that desire or that goal loosely, especially when it's dependent on other people. Now you could reflect this into any sort of business, right? I mean, even when you hire people within a company, uh, you hire them based on, you know, the potential that you see in them. And if that potential isn't played out, that's where it starts to get this tension where it starts to probably get sort of frustrating. And I saw that, I saw that in my hair salon. I saw it in my marketing company where, um, I knew people could do more because they were more talented than they were kind of leading on to be, or giving themselves credit for. So, there's some insecurities there, right? There's some confidence that needs to be gained. And there is, um, you know, maybe people just like actually seeing themselves and, and borrowing that belief or create, creating and casting that vision for themselves. So if you are like me and you are in love with potential, uh, there are some tools that you can use when you're training people or training yourself. So this could be a self-reflection thing, or this could be something that you start doing in trainings. Uh, I have a team training every single Monday night with my team. And we, a number of us meet again, um, and another meeting throughout the week. And I love to infuse some of these educational moments so that people can reflect and understand their own potential that they have. One of the greatest tools I believe is the Strengths Finder 2.0. I, I interviewed a, a coach on strengths a couple of weeks ago, Eddie Vila. You can scroll on back to that podcast if you want to hear more about it. But when you know the strengths of the people um, that you're, you know, wanting to coach or motivate or kind of, you know, um, help them see their potential and live in their potential. Uh, you can look at that rather than you saying, oh, you're so good at this or, oh, you'd be so, you know, great at blah, blah, blah. You can say, hey, here are, here are your strengths. Let's like, look at them. Like, let's really dive into what your strengths are and see how we can use them in your role. And if they're open to it, right, they need to be open to coaching. That is one really, really good way because instead of them just being like, ah, sure, of course, Tina, you know, this is what you see in me, whatever, um, they can say, yeah, you're right. I am competitive or I am um, someone that wins others over. Or I do have a really strong belief, like how can I use that in my business? So again, if you're stuck in loving the potential of someone and they're not seeing it, they're not seeing what they could be, um, without a push, uh, you could just create some education. And then again, just carry the belief, but hold those that outcome, those plans, everything loosely so that you're not ending in disappointment or frustration. So I hope this was helpful for you. I know that this is a learning process for me at all times because I want to see people just truly living um, in their potential and how God designed them. And I know they do too. It just might take a little bit to get there. So as always, I would absolutely love to hang out with you on Instagram. I also have a whole bunch of stuff coming down the pipeline, um, some trainings 
that I know many of you have actually been asking for, and I've got uh, quite a few up my sleeve. So I can't wait uh, to let you in on some of those as I'm in the planning mode and we're able to, um, I guess, step into that even more. And also just want to say happy Valentine's Day. Um, we have a little bit of a love theme today um, on purpose for this uh, made up holiday that we call Valentine's Day. So anyways, I hope you guys have a great day and I'll see you back here tomorrow.